Well, folks, uh, it is my esteem and signal honor to have on with me now someone who I admire both her work uh, and, of course, I admire the work of uh, her husband as well, and uh, as well, and together I admire their work. Debbie D'Souza, uh, I wanted to have her on. Uh, I, I have a friend uh, for years now, uh, Malcolm, Malcolm Out Loud. Uh, she was did an interview the other day that I got a chance to hear myself, and uh, I, I thought it was incredibly provocative and insightful, and uh, I thought it was timely. She was born in Caracas, Venezuela, and as you may know, the president, uh, I guess, is a parting uh, shot to uh, President Maduro down in Venezuela. He issued uh, some very stiff sanctions. I don't know how they'll hold up under Biden, but I wanted to get uh, Debbie D'Souza's uh, opinion and bird's eye view on what socialism looked like. She grew up in Caracas, and at the time, folks, you may not know this, uh, knowing that they don't have any toilet paper or, or necessities of life in Venezuela now, but at the time, Venezuela was flush. It was rich, prosperous, and still could be. Help me welcome to the show for the first time, Debbie D'Souza. Thank you so much for being on with me. How are you? Oh, thank you. I'm great. Thank you for having me on and, and for giving me the opportunity to, to sound off to, to the patriots out there. I want you to do exactly that, Debbie. I want you to sound off. Now, you have seen Venezuela before, and you see Venezuela after. Tell us about the Venezuela before. Well, I, as you told your listeners, I was born in Venezuela in the late 60s mid to late 60s, I don't want to say exactly when, <laughs> but um, it was a, a really beautiful, thriving metropolis. It was, uh, you know, it had it had everything you, you could possibly want. Um, I grew up in an upper middle class family. My father was one of the best hydraulic engineers in the country. He was, he was an amazing man. Um, he passed away in the early 80s uh, and he did not get to see Venezuela collapse. And, and for that, I'm grateful. Obviously, I miss him dearly, but for that, I'm very grateful. Um, so I came to the United States with my mother, who actually is American. She was She's Mexican-American from the Rio Grande Valley. So I have two cultures um, that are, even though Hispanic, very different. Um, but, you know, my, my identity was Venezuelan because, obviously, I was born there. Uh, my early childhood was there till, till the age of 10. And, um, and I re- we really, you know, wanted nothing. It was, it was everything was, was just amazing. Uh, in fact, I always joke about this, and, and Dinesh knows this, that when I moved to Texas, the, the Rio Grande Valley in Texas is one of the poorest parts of Texas. In fact, one of the poorest car- parts of the country. So when I moved from Caracas, Venezuela, to the Rio Grande Valley, I thought I had moved to a third world country. Wow. Wow. Folks, I want you to hear what she just said. You see, in our American mind's eye, we think that type of poverty only exists somewhere else. But firsthand, she saw with her own eyes it exists even here in America and still does in so many pockets of it. Debbie, when we think about um, uh, America and when we think about the different cultures, I think you're in a, a unique position, a, a very unique situation, especially now at this point in time when we see the activity going on coming up from Honduras through Guatemala uh, and headed for the, our southern border uh, at Mexico. 
I think it's time for a voice like yours who can speak uh, sanely to this particular situation and be a bridge of conversation. What must be said? What type of message, if any, should America have for our neighbors to the south of us? Talk to us about that. Well, you know, the, the, the really interesting thing, a perspective about the Latinos coming into America is that we're not monolithic. There are, you know, obviously we're very diverse. And um, unfortunately, the people coming in in those caravans from from Central uh, America, you know, El Salvador, Nicaragua, uh, those Mexico, those people coming in actually expect to be taken care of, whereas the Venezuelan Americans, the Cuban Americans that were upper middle class in those countries come in and they they want to achieve something on their own. So they are the conservative Americans that voted for Trump versus the people coming in illegally that want to be taken care of by the government that are the prime candidates for for biden and for all of these democrats that love socialism for them so when i saw that biden wants to make it you know it wants wants to have an eight-year plan to make all of the illegals in america legal that is the reason is because they are going to keep the democrats in power, basically. And so that is that is a huge difference. I don't want people to, to get really confused about this. It's There's no confusion. These people are used to being taken care of uh, by the government, and uh, they're not, their incentive really is not to become prosperous on their own. They want handouts, and they are not good for America. You and Dinesh uh, together produced uh, Hillary Clinton's America. How close to that even though we didn't come in with Hillary, it appears that we're getting a second shot at what could happen. From your standpoint, give us an idea. Right. Talk to us. So, well, we, you know, we did Hillary's America, we did Death of a Nation, and then more more recently we did Trump Card, which is on demand right now. Anyone can see it if you have uh, Amazon Prime, iTunes, it's it's all over. So um, we really lay out the plan that uh, that will happen without the Trump card. And now that we know we're not going to have the Trump card, everything that we say in the movie is is a warning to, to everyone. Because unfortunately, we laid it out for everybody to see and, uh, you know, we, we're going to – obviously, we, we cannot disengage. And I think that that is the, my biggest fear. And, and this is one, th- one parallel of the Venezuelans that I, that I see is in Venezuela, you know, in 2004, um, they tried to, um, to vote out Hugo Chavez. They did a, you know, a, a recall election, and he, and he lost, except for the fact that he had a machine that turned it around in the middle of the night. I think that kind of sounds familiar. I don't need to say yeah. what it sounds familiar with, yeah. but that's what happened in Venezuela. And unfortunately in Venezuela, the opposition self-destructed. They could never achieve 
unity. And that's why Hugo Chavez, he really didn't even need to cheat anymore. Hugo Chavez and then Maduro. They, they didn't need to cheat anymore because the, the conservatives, the opposition, they disengaged. They no longer went out to vote. They felt like, why should they? They, you know, they were, uh, they cheated anyway. So why should they vote? And that is my biggest fear, that Republicans, conservatives will give up and they will feel like they don't need to go to the polls and they will feel like they don't need to support the Republicans because the Republicans let them down or whatever the case may be. But you know what? We The only way, the only way that we will not be Venezuela in 10 years is if we unite and we do not disengage. We can't because we will be handing it over on a silver platter to Biden and Harris, which I'm sure she's going to be the president. So, you know, and, yes. and the rest the rest will be history, as, as we say it. So Absolutely. Absolutely. that's my message. Den, uh, Denise D'Souza, uh, Debbie D'Souza, Denise D'Souza. Debbie D'Souza is on with me, my special guest, and I want to thank you for being there. I have much more to talk to you about, but I, I do want, uh, in these next few minutes that we have in this segment, uh, Debbie, I want to talk about this. Um, how dire, let me ask you, how dire is the situation that we face? Is there need for more urgency in the American patriot, the American Christian, uh, the American uh, who cares about America as we once knew it. How dire is this situation? Talk to us. It's dire. It's very dire. Christians, you know, Christians, conservatives that don't vote, uh, we have to unite. We have to support the next Republican candidate, whether, you know, I, I've heard friends say, oh, if Trump doesn't run again, I'm not voting or I'm not supporting the Republican. With that kind of attitude, we will have a one party system forever. And we cannot allow that to happen. So I just I implore uh, conservatives and Republicans to to stick it out and to to unite and and ha and be one voice because because we're strong together but apart we start splintering off and that is where we ha we ca I call it the the Ross Perot effect in other words we will have unintended consequences by going off on our own so we can't do that we we have to unite. We have to be one voice. Uh, my special guest is Debbie D'Souza, recording artist and, of course, a voice all her own in the filmmaking process, along with her husband, Dinesh D'Souza. You know, um, when I look back on the journey that all of us have been able to witness uh, you and Dinesh taking together, I see the hardships as well. Uh, I, I lost a church because of the principal stand that I, I needed to take um, for my own core value beliefs. And I, I respect what you and Dinesh are all about because you stand on principle, even though it has cost him, in cases, his freedom. And uh, is there a real attack against those of us who do wear this on our uh, foreheads and on our sleeves and on our backs uh, of conservatism and, uh, and fiscal conservatism, particularly in this country. Uh, you can speak to that very well, I'm sure. 
Well, you know, an example of the attack, obviously, is now that we're seeing it, is the is the way that we have been treated on social media, and and the fact that we can't even ask, you know, about the election. You know, if we feel like the election was was fraudulent, we can't even bring it up. So so we know that there is an attack on our. First Amendment right, but only for conservatives. There is, there is freedom of speech if you are a leftist or a Democrat, but there is no freedom of speech if you're not. So that is dire. I mean, this is, it, it, it's so incredibly horrible that that we just we can't allow that to happen. And 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 unfortunately, because of of uh, the fact that we we did not win this election, obviously. In my opinion, we we lost it because of fraud. But whatever the case, it was it was too close of an election. There were too many patriots that refused to vote for Trump, and and some voted for Biden. They did, and that is I understand how they could do that. And so I think that things are going to get really really bad before people wake up and understand that elections have consequences, and that even though I believe that there was fraud involved, I do think that it was just too close, even without the fraud. So that's just, you know, that's my opinion. But I just, I cannot, I mean, I I, want to shout this from the mountaintop, but we have to vote for the next Republican. We just have to, because if we don't, we will become a one-party state. You know, Michelle, I, I uh, would want to get um, both of them on together. There's a lot of conversation that uh, I would like to have alternately uh, with them. I think this could be very fresh. Let me then uh, ask you this. Let's move into uh, these waters. And uh, many times, uh, Debbie, regardless of, of, of how they may uh, paint us or define us, and definition always leads us to some type of destination, I believe, uh, we have to stand on principle. And with that said, when we look at where you and Dinesh uh, are going, uh, when we talk about legacy, um, I want you to uh, think about That's going to be my last question to you. I want to ask you about legacy after this, this, this brief break that's coming up. But let's start this conversation about uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and that effect. Is there something, is there a purposeful design in that ticket uh, that we may be able to talk about uh, so that people can understand what might be happening here? Is there a way of discussing that? Um, I think so. Um, I, I think that there was definitely a design in that ticket. Um, I don't believe that the design was for Biden to be the president. I believe it was for Kamala to be the president. Um, and I don't know how long Biden will be the president. Um, so unfortunately, uh, or, you know, fortunately, however you want to call it, um, Biden will will probably not end his term. It, that is That is a very strong you know, opinion that I have, but one that that I think uh, the evidence backs it up. Where where he's just not capable. I mean, you can you can see the timeline of his 
a co you know cohesiveness coherence. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's, yeah. Un he's not coherent. No. And and so um, as you as you look at videotapes of, of interviews with him, uh, you see that there is definitely a mental decline. And so I don't believe that he will be mentally capable of, of finishing uh, this, his, his term. But I also think that it was by design. I think Kamala Harris was so unpopular that they brought him on because of the name, because of his name, um, to carry that ticket forward because they knew that she couldn't do it. I mean, she didn't even, she didn't even make no. it to the top in, in her own party. Right, in primary. So... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, in the primaries. So I do believe it was by design, definitely. Absolutely. And uh, I uh, am in an agreement with you on that. And I certainly look forward to uh, talking with you after this uh, brief break. My special guest today is someone who I'm uh, very happy to have on with me, and I'm certainly happy to add her to the collection of people that we have over the seven years uh, put on the show. Everybody from Hannity to Judge Janine, and now uh, honored to have um, on with us uh, Debbie D'Souza, and uh, I look forward to speaking to both of them in, in uh, conjunction, in concert, so that we can get a full picture of where they are wanting to go and what message that they have for us next. They have certainly been great messengers over the years and certainly look forward to them spreading the word and us helping them spread that word as we go forward on our American journey. Don't go anywhere. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the show, you be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show onto your favorite device and um, hey, all the shows are archived there. At least the ones that I don't mess up since COVID. I'm doing this from my home studio. But I'm going to be back with my special guest, Debbie D'Souza, when I return. <laughs> Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad that you could come along with us 
as we build the bridge to conversation here throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I have been blessed to have on with me today special guest, Debbie D'Souza. And, uh, you know, Michelle, I really would like to incorporate, uh, if she'll allow us, uh, portions of her singing God Bless America, her version of it into a part of our roll-ins and, and outs. I really thought it was absolutely special. I heard it the other day. I had seen uh, Hillary's America. I had seen that, but I, Debbie, for some reason, uh, you sounded, this song sounded just absolutely like I'd heard it for the first time the other day. And maybe it's because of the times that we live in. Uh, we need uh, to hear that voice. That, yeah. Actually, actually, no. So Hillary's America was God Bless America. I sang there, God Bless America. But the, the song that you heard was America the Beautiful, yes. and that was for Trump Card. Okay, I got the movies yes. mixed up. I have the movies yes. and Two the song. Two different movies. <laughs> yes, I have the movies and the songs mixed up. The one I heard yeah. the other day was absolutely... Folks, listen, listen. I want everyone. Michelle, please, let's uh, have Debbie send that to us so that I can add it to, uh, get Jared to put it into our lineup. You know, Debbie, when I uh, was on with you in the last segment, I had started a, a, a conversation with you, uh, or at least a question with you, that I want to complete now, and I certainly want to have it on record as to your answer uh, to it, because there will come a day, and I know as active and uh, as busy as you and Dinesh are, uh, it may not be a time for you to rest now, but there'll come a time when all of us will sit and rock on the porch and look at the sunset and hold hands and reflect on what God has allowed us to do. Give us an idea of your legacy. What would you want us to say about you? Talk to us. About us. Well, about me and Dinesh, we we want to be we want to be remembered as as patriots who who had a megaphone because see there there are a lot of patriots out there that that don't have that large megaphone for people to to hear right they are in their small communities or in their churches or in their small groups and um you know Dinesh and I have have the opportunity and and we're blessed to be able to make movies uh and now um you know we're we're doing this podcast I'm producing it Dinesh is is doing it daily um and so you know we get the opportunity to tell people uh, what we think every day and so i know that at the end of all this when we are no longer uh in the public eye i feel that we will be remembered that way that we we try to uh sort of you know send a message out and and uh you know people uh some people heard it other people ignored it how you know however yeah. however some you know, yeah. you know how that happens. Oh, yeah. but, uh, but I do think that God has given us this large megaphone to be able to do that. And so I think that the, at the end of the day, I don't think we're going to sit back and go, you know, we didn't do enough. Yeah. I think we're going to say we did all we could. Yeah. And then some. And uh, and the rest of it is is the destiny that that God has for for America. But we uh, we're not going to be silent uh, just because they um, the left feels that that they can intimidate and silence conservatives. 
um, they are messing with the wrong conservatives yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop talking. We're not going to stop educating. And, and I'm certainly not going to stop comparing Venezuela and the left to this left here in America. Uh, I've been I, I've done that for a very long time. There's so many parallels and maybe maybe on another occasion you can have me and I can I can go through all the parallels of the Venezuelan left and the American left and there are a lot. Uh, and and I will continue to to sound off uh, that way because I want people to to hear it from people that have lived it and and to tell people that socialism is not equality for all but rather misery for all uh we have i have an aunt that lives in venezuela right now she's an elderly woman and we send her money very little money because we can't send her a lot we can't uh we can't put up the you know the the there, there would be a red flag going going to her house yeah, if, if yeah, anyone yeah. knew that she was getting money so we have to do it in very small increments yeah but this is a woman who's elderly who was getting a pension of about ten thousand dollars a month uh equal you know yeah, uh, yeah. in dollars yeah and now that ten thousand dollars is about a quarter wow one quarter not not even a dollar but a wow my goodness my goodness yes so if that tells you the 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 devaluation of the bolivar and the high inflation rate it's over 10 million percent inflation in venezuela people are dying people have no money and thankfully she has us but so many Venezuelans don't have have that anchor. They don't have that support. So um, you know it, it's dire, and the situation happened very, very much like like it's happening here. So we cannot allow the left to take us there. Our economic um, boom that happened under Trump, uh, under Biden, I predict will will go away obviously with the coronavirus this this you know made it just you know horrible for our economy but not it wasn't trump's doing as you know no and they politicized they politicized a real virus i don't like to say that it's a fake virus because i know too many people that have died of it yes and or that have it but i do say that they politicized it and and they made it to where you know they blamed it on trump and and then they used it as a as a way to to make the economy tank you know, and i believe that with all my heart you know debbie and um- I uh, lived in, um, before I came back here, my wife, I lost my wife of over 40 years uh, last, last year uh, to uh, next month, uh, and uh, Jane, and, um, but we were, we were in Denver when she passed away uh, one week before the nation shut down uh, um, of COVID. And so I would s- notice the homeless. You were mentioning uh, a fake virus. I noticed how the homeless, they weren't dropping dead in the street and they weren't wearing masks. They were shaking hands. They were drinking behind each other they were sitting on top of each other you know that type of thing but they weren't they weren't dying and 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 something just 
sound sounds sounded at that time counterfeit to me and I, I still have not been able to put my hand on it but you did raise something there that was interesting and, and there's so much fakery and, and deception that's the word deception that is going on now that we don't know what to believe or who to listen to and I'm very glad that there are voices like yours and Dinesh around and yes I'd love to uh, have you back uh, often on the show and let's talk I think that there might be something kindred there well I've absolutely enjoyed it you are a great host and and thank you for having me God bless and God keep you continue to fight the good fight tell everyone how to get you or Dinesh to a place near them if they so desire to help you in any way, how are they able to do that? We have a we have a coast to coast, border to border audience, and globally. Talk to us. Yes. So, well, we have a new podcast. It's called the Dinesh D'Souza Podcast. Um, it was number six last week on Apple. So uh, he's climbing the charts, uh, and and we, you know, we we just love that that people are able to to listen to him every day and watch because you can watch it on Rumble and YouTube, and it goes up about four p.m. Eastern every day. Um, and it's, as I said, available on Apple and Spotify so people can subscribe and we would, we would love it. We, we're going to probably start in a few months, um, getting questions from people so, um, so that we can be a little more interactive, but, um, but, you know, just, just come on and, and we, you know, obviously we, we are on social media. So if you watch, you can always message us on social media and let us know how we're doing. But, uh, but we're very proud of this, of this we decided just to do kind of kind of on the spur of the moment just thinking you know what we need to do more we need to have our voice out there uh every day for people especially after what happened so uh we would love to have people join join the podcast fantastic and folks be sure to do it join what is it called again tell us again debbie it's the dinesh d'souza podcast dinesh d'souza podcast join it daily Folks, you'll be blessed. I'm telling you, it's going to happen for you. Tune them in. Debbie and Dinesh D'Souza. Listen, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will, Debbie. And I certainly know that you and your husband will make a very gallant and a very effective team through the years as we travel forward. And you are fighting the good fight. God bless you and God keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. Give you peace. And we'll talk to you soon right here on the show again. Thanks again for being on with us.